Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast from sunny Brisbane. Um, we've got someone in with us today, um, which is going to ask us a few questions and, and lighten up a little bit of our um, our property journey. So I'd like to welcome Stacey from our team at Streamline Property Buyers, our operations manager. Hi guys. Stacey, we're so excited to get you on today and look, this is a slightly different um, type of podcast uh, where we're opening the door a little bit to help people understand the journey that Scott and I have made and, and Stacey um, has volunteered, I think that's the right word, um, to come in and uh, actually interview us in terms of, you know, what's been our journey, why um, has that journey led to us starting Streamline Property Buyers as a business providing the service that we provide and, you know, some big takeaways that we're able to share with you, our listeners, as a result of decades of experience in property. So welcome, Stacey. We're excited to record this podcast with you and, um, you know, let's not give away too many of our personal secrets. <laughs> Sounds good. Hopefully not too many hard questions. Um, before we do jump into it, I do want to um, just let our listeners know and I, I want to put out a big massive congratulations to Melinda, um, who was a winner of the REIQ Award um, as Buyer's Agent of the Year recently. Um, with our team at Streamline Property Buyers. Yes, very excited about that. Um, it came as a big surprise, but I'm absolutely thrilled to be the recipient of this award. But I will say that whilst it is an individual award, it does not come without um, me recognising the contribution that all of our team members have played um, in being, you know, announced or, or being you know nominated as the winner uh, for this particular um, award because it, it comes from a combination of the skill set of all of our teams so you know very proud and um, and thanks for the shout out it was a big celebration on Saturday night. it was it was a lot of fun and, and well deserved actually um, a lot of as people listeners know um, especially on this podcast that um, Lena puts a lot of time and effort into doing research um, I, I get told I just go along with the ride sometimes, but anyway, <laughs> I, at least I talk about the weather and make it make people laugh. So, um, so Stacey, I, I guess you've got some questions for us to understand where we've come from and what we do and why we do and everything like that. So, yeah. do you want to ask anything? <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess often um, during our discovery calls, when we're getting to meet new clients. Um, we're often asked about your property journey, so we wanted to share that today with our listeners, um, so that they can hopefully take some things away from what you guys have both been through and how properties helped you in your lifestyle. Sure. Well, without giving age away, I guess I can start. <laughs> um, age comes before beauty. So um, I I come from country New South Wales um, in Tamworth, country music capital. Um, I was a carpenter with my dad, um, a family-run business, and um, at the age of, I think it was about 15, mum <laughs> um, and dad, I was an apprentice on very little money back then, um, and they would take part of my wage um, to pay off, and they basically almost forced me, I think, but um, as the best thing they probably forced me into, um, to buying a, a property. And we bought a block, block of land back then, um, being builders. We had a plan, and we did have a plan, obviously, before we did that, that we would actually build on that block of land ourselves. Um, and then obviously start the journey into into that property. So I think back then, yeah, I was about 15. Interest rates were about 19% um, when we bought that block of land, which makes the 2.8 or 
what are they at at the moment? <laughs> um, that makes that pretty cheap. So um, look, it was it was just a hard grind. We we obviously went down that journey, and and I look back at it now, and it was a it was a fantastic start. So oh, I think my property journey, um, without doing numbers on it, is close to forty years. I think that that, you know, really does show, you know, not just um, experience and success off the back of a single property cycle, but decades of experience through multiple property cycles. And it's interesting, um, I had a strategy session yesterday with a new investment client um, that's come on board here at Streamline Property Buyers, and we talked about how interest rates are on the increase um, and at the time they their interest rate has been quoted at 4.89 percent that's likely to increase potentially with interest rate rises still um, on the way up uh, but I mentioned that story Scott about you investing when interest rates were at 19 percent and I think their their jaw dropped um, during that that zoom call they really couldn't believe what life would be like if interest rates were at that level but then we um, we demonstrated what it would look like even if interest rates went to 10 percent because using our investment software it really helps people understand the numbers um, and who who would have thought looking back all those years ago that interest rates were so high and yet property values, you know, in that time have continued to grow, um, you know, over the, the four decades that you've been in the market. Mm. So that's my history. What about yours? Well, look, I've come from a background where my dad was uh, part of an investment syndicate with three other uh, work colleagues during his working career and that investment syndicate actually focused on purchasing property for investment and uh, the strategy there was that they were buying flats. Now that's sort of small apartment blocks, I guess you could say. Now my life growing up was actually um, on weekends outside of sport and other family commitments, of course, but we would spend a lot of time at the flats that dad was a part owner. Um, I remember actually knocking on the door you know, collecting rent from the tenants. Back in the day, there was no electronic bank transfers. It was all cash that was handed over once a week on a Friday night, uh, but also spending time on the weekend mowing the lawns, weeding the lawns, believe it or not. Um, and so it really helped me to gain an understanding of, you know, property investing, um, the importance of focusing on, you know, buy and hold assets, quality locations, um, and it set the foundation for, for us in in our property i guess our property career yeah and the hard work that goes into it and the hard work that goes into it and i guess from my perspective you know i was part i could see the sacrifice that dad was making to get ahead in his life um you know not everybody was knocking on doors on a friday evening collecting rent from tenants um not everyone would give up their weekends to go and maintain um, the property to ensure that it continued to look good and, you know, appeal to the tenants that were living in the locations. But, you know, that was part of my lifestyle. So I learned at a young age that you have to make some compromises and sacrifices to try and get ahead in life. Um, and so that's the mindset that I went into my adult years with. Yeah. So you both had interests in property, but then when your stories merged? So um, we were both involved in sport, actually, um, through hockey. Um, I relocated, I was in Sydney, I think at the time then, uh, relocated up to Queensland um, and a mate, of, a mate and I, we actually bought a house together um, up the Sunshine Coast uh, and then I happened to uh, meet Melinda at hockey one day and then um, from there we did some, 
we did some traveling together. We had, we did it early on, got overseas, um, got that out of our, our blood and sort of got the, the travel side of things done. And then when we sort of decided to settle in, um, in Brisbane, we actually bought a house together. Um, we thought it was better to buy than to rent anything. Yeah. Um, I have a bit of a saying, which people will probably hear me say, rent money's dead money. Um, so we thought instead of renting something and paying someone else's mortgage off, we would um, we'd get a house together um, and do some work on that and, and make it what we thought was probably going to be a house for quite a while. And look, I think that, you know, at that time, um, I was moving out of home. I had never rented. So it was my first move away from my parents' house. Um, but I was the one that was probably driving that decision um, a lot more because I was adamant that I wasn't going to go and pay someone else's mortgage. Um, you know, I never had a full-time job. I was at a university student. I was working part-time, but I was saving so much more than I was spending because I knew that I really needed to build up a deposit to help me get into the property market. I'd watched my dad make these uh, compromises and sacrifices and I knew what that journey needed to be. Certainly didn't impact on our lifestyle. We certainly had a great time, but we always knew that we had to set aside that money to make sure that we could, you know, invest well from an early age. Sometimes um, it means sacrificing things when you're younger uh, so that you can benefit when you are older. And I think that that's the mantra that I went into our first combined purchase together. I remember some of my uni friends thinking that, you know, I was mad because, you know, at that time there were, we were not engaged, we were not married, and yet we were, you know, financially connected um, by sharing an asset together. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's been one of the best moves for us in setting us up for the future because it provided a platform upon which we could leverage and continue to build, you know, a property portfolio. Yeah, I think from, um, from there, just, I mean, moving, obviously, fast forwarding a little bit from there, we... Um, from there, we sold that property, um, and then we actually bought the, our current home that we're in now. So How long have you been in that for? 21 years, I think. <laughs> <laughs> got to, I've got to remember now, that's about how long we've been married. Um, <laughs> so about 21 years. Um, we bought the, the house we bought now, our home that we bought now, which is our family home. Um, we bought it for a couple of reasons. One was the location, um, so close to the CBD, um, and a very large um uh, land component so large 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 block of land um, we made some sacrifices obviously back then um, to get something that big closer towards the city um, we've made some lifestyle changes so uh, it's funny we I, I think i've talked about sometimes on the podcast before where you know going to sport with our parents and, and my parents were similar to to melinda's um where we would go to sport and we'd take a thermos and we'd make a coffee and you'd, you'd make your own coffee you wouldn't go and buy a latte or a whatever they have these days take some sandwiches take some crackers take some you take your food and you're it's almost like you're on rations um but you know we made those lifestyle sacrifices because of what we actually wanted we wanted a better house we wanted a better lifestyle but it it does take that sacrifice to go through that over i think it's short-term pain long-term gain um and, and you do get that um if you're prepared to put in the long yards as well and I actually think, you know, you've, you've really hit the nail on its head right there. We focused on location. Uh, we spent hours driving streets. We dropped letters ourselves into 
property owners letterboxes um, of the homes that we wanted to target. We ended up buying through a sales agent at auction. Um, I've never been so nervous in my life when we, we purchased our current home because we were making a big compromise on the house to get into the location that we wanted um, to be our forever location. Um, and it was a location that we wanted to be in because we knew that we were starting our life together as husband and wife. We just got married or we're engaged and planning to be married, but we knew that we'd be starting a family. So location selection criteria for us became the critical element in selecting where we wanted to live without a doubt. Um, the investment advisor in me and the, the property investor in both of us um, knew that we needed to look at something that was a scarce commodity so land size became really important and the surrounding amenity um, and we did obviously like every property buyer we were limited by budget so we had to make a compromise somewhere we always talk about this even with our current clients that if the budget's a fixed budget the compromise needs to be either the location the size of the land or the size of the property or the quality of the house itself. So for us, the compromise um, was definitely in the quality of the house. We knew that we had a bit of work to do. And in fact, I can recall, we had purchased our home. Um, we, we sold our previous home, um, which you know was really lovely and comfortable to live in. When we moved into our new home, um, you know, my mum actually came to see us and she cried uh, because she couldn't <laughs> believe that we'd want to take such a step backwards. Um, but I think the important thing to keep in mind is that we had a vision and we had a vision for what we wanted um, our lifestyle in the future to be. And we knew that we could create that lifestyle because we had the location locked in. We had the land size that we wanted. All we needed to do was change the house. And that's the thing that was easy to change, especially uh, because Scott was a builder for us. That was a no-brainer. Um, but, yeah, location drivers were the most important priority. I'm glad she cried because of the house, not because you were marrying me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what she told me. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, there, there are sacrifices, but, yeah, it's I guess it's that investment. A initially, it's that in you need to think. And even, even when I went back to what I said, you know, when I was 15, we had a plan. People need to have a bit of a plan of what they're looking for or what the the long-term vision can be. And, you know, that's, I know, like with all our clients here at Streamline Property Buyers, we go through that strategy and we talk to them about, you know, what is your journey? What it's going to, what's going to look like? Where is it? What's your time frame? How, how can that look? And have a look at what that can look like in the future to come back to make sure that what you're doing now is going to match those goals and your time frames. You know, do you want to set your children? All those types of things. You've got to think about what life can look like and what you want it to look like and, and pursue those goals. That's that's probably a big thing. And I think property is a massive thing that can help people get those goals in life. Yeah. And I guess at the moment there's a lot of fear in the market um, with the headlines, but everything you're telling me is long-term thought. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. I, and look, without a doubt, I think that, you know, property is something that the media love to talk about. Now, in the property market here in Australia, the media will always be saying that the property market is crashing or the property market is booming. There really is nothing in between. Um, both of those sensationalised headlines um, get clicks and sell papers. So it's one or the other. There's simply nothing in between. Um, for us, it was really about um, not, not being distracted by the noise that was in the market, knowing that um, if you make the right decisions early on, 
and you're not working outside of your comfort level or outside of your affordability, it's a no-brainer to just cut out the noise. Um, the time to buy is when you know you've got the capacity to continue to build a portfolio. Um, I mean, for us, it was about um, focusing on getting our family home in the location we wanted to be in and then leveraging from the equity growth in that property. I know a lot of property investors um, do it a different way. They might prefer to be rent investors and, and live where they want to live and then invest elsewhere. And I guess it just depends on personal circumstances um, and your lifestyle goals as well as your investment goals as to what strategy works best for you. Another thing I'd like to highlight is that, you know, what's worked in the past for someone, you know, is not necessarily what's going to work in the future. Um, and that's really a critical piece of information. And, and I know there's so much noise out there in the space of property investing. One thing I'll mention is that lending and the environment um, for which we could actually borrow money, 20 years ago, that was a very different lending environment to what the lending environment is today. So what we were able to do um, in the past off the fact that we had equity in properties is not necessarily what new buyers and new investors can actually do today. So it's about adapting your strategy with the current market conditions and reviewing your strategy every 12 months to ensure that you're, having, you're making the right pivots according to current market conditions. And I think that becomes, you know, something that most property investors fail to consider. You've got to look at not only the investment strategy, but how that aligns with the overall finance strategy that you're able to implement. That's how you're funding the property and also considering the tax obligations of that, that purchase. I know we, we look at, you know, a new purchase, the first phone call we make is to our accountant to get that that advice. Yeah, you definitely need a good team around. I mean, just just adding on that, when we talk about the uh, the property and the, the headwinds and the media and all that sort of thing at the moment, and, and I, I, without me going back to that 90% sort of interest rate side of it, I mean, the, the interest rates, yes, they're, they're moving and whatnot, but what people don't understand, I mean, the the property is that vehicle to, the, to that wealth. That That's what you're trying to, to ride as well. Uh, people, Some people will say, oh, look, property's a high risk investment and things like that. I mean, look at the share market, it can crash so many percent in a day. Um, <laughs> and yet the property market might drop point something percent in a month. Um, but if it's that long-term play, it's that long-term sort of ride where property will keep moving and, and it's it's such a good thing. The biggest thing probably as we've talked about a few times here is we bought out this home and we buy properties for location. We don't just buy multiple, multiple properties just to buy, have a portfolio of 20 properties or anything like that. It, it's it's the suburb, it's the location, not just the suburb, but areas in those suburbs as well. So, I mean, they made TV shows called Location, Location, didn't they? There's, <laughs> there's a reason they actually did that because it is so important that you buy the right property in the right location that will actually do the hard work for you. Let it do the capital growth, let it do the hard work, and you can then sit back and just do what you do. And I guess for a lot of property buyers, they just don't understand, you know, how to find high growth locations or what criteria need to be considered in order to um, consider one suburb, you know, superior to another when it comes to selecting um, an investment grade location. The other thing that's always good to mention, it's not for us, it's certainly not about timing the market. And in fact, 
no one can be 100% accurate in trying to time the market. You know, if you're looking at data to rely on when have we reached the bottom of the market, usually you've missed it because data is always retrospective. Um, for us, it's never been about timing the market. We've purchased properties when interest rates have been at all different levels. We've purchased properties through various different market cycles and economic conditions. Um, the thing for us, it's about time in the market. You buy for quality and you buy for location and you let the market do the heavy lifting over time because you've purchased a very scarce product in a location where there's very limited supply but you've also purchased a product that has extremely high demand that continues to grow over time. That is the secret formula for purchasing quality um, properties from an investment perspective if you are looking for long-term capital growth, which is the thing that creates wealth over many, many years. A lot of property investors these days, in a, especially in the low interest rate environment, have lost some focus and the focus has become more on cash flow and immediate rental returns. But the reality is during an accumulation phase of building a portfolio, the power of compounding capital growth is what builds wealth. And if you focus too much on income too early, you're going to create a tax headache for yourself in the future. It's something that a lot of investors fail to consider. And it's always very important to get advice upfront from your accountant or tax professional to understand how the investment that you're buying can influence you in this way, not just at the time of purchase, but five years from now, 10 years from now, even 20 or 30 years from now. Yeah, and it can be a bit boring, can't it? Just find that right property and let it sit there. It can be very boring. And I think that, you know, a lot of people try to make property investing exciting by buying in and selling out. The reality is transaction fees in properties are extremely high. It's a very large clunky assets. So if you do look to sell, you can't just sell the veranda or the, the bathroom, you've got to sell the whole asset. Um, so having in mind at the time of the purchase, what is the purpose of this asset within the overall portfolio? Is the intent to hold this asset? Is the intent to sell? If the intent is to sell, what is the time frame? All of these discussions need to be had up front, in my opinion, before you buy so that you know how to structure the investment from the outset, but also um, so you know what the purpose of that property within the portfolio is. And it's certainly something that Scott and I have done um, in our property investment journey. Um, and we've actually experienced firsthand the impact that making good decisions in property can have um, on, on your own lifestyle. You know, we've, we've now been in the property market together um, as a couple for more than 25 years. And, you know, it's that power of long-term compounding growth that really makes the biggest impact. Some people go for quantity, you know, as Scott mentioned, trying to target as, as many properties as you can. The reality is the more tenants you've got to manage, the more maintenance issues that come up, um, the more headaches that you have as a property investor, um, it's it's really about targeting the best quality asset that your money can buy when you are ready to buy and ensuring that what you buy aligns, aligns with your long-term goals. Yeah. And coming back to your property development experience, your building experience and property investment advice experience now, what led you to starting Streamline? Probably the way that woman is, Melinda's talking a bit at the moment. <laughs> um, her passion. I, we've both got a passion for property. Um, you know, We've always been investing in the property. We've always had interest in it. Um, even, you know, when we first met, 
we, as Melinda said, we used to drive around with real estate agents back then. Um, and we would spend days, like the weekends, we'd have the courier mail, we'd, we'd be looking through the property market, we'd go out and we'd drive around, we'd look at property. We were always, always looking at property and that it's just a passion that we've probably always had. Um, I'm a massive, massive believer of what property can do for your life. Uh, I think, you know, I mean, everyone in our office probably knows and you, you're like that, Stacey. You, <laughs> you probably know what I'm like. I want everyone to buy a property. Yeah. I just, I'm a big believer and I, and I just think I want my children to do the same. I'm just a big believer that what property can do for you and how it can change your life or set your life up, or it can be a massive headache if you do the wrong thing. So, you know, to avoid making mistakes, I guess that's probably the big, one of the reasons, I guess, what we do and we, we enjoy doing what we do so much. Yeah, you know, I, I love, I love my job. I love what we do because I can see what we can do for people. Yeah, you and know, it's those light bulb moments that yeah. we see when we're in our strategy sessions and we can really help people understand how it can change their life. Yeah, and whether it's from a home that they're, set, they're buying a home for their family to create those memories, their lifetime memories and whatever it is, to see that happiness and the joy that we can actually help people with right through to the investors that to see what we can actually do and set their life up for a future that, I just think can help them so much. And and as I said, to avoid those mistakes, you know, we've looked at properties and said, no, yeah. I wouldn't buy it. And, and and that's probably our, one of the sayings that we probably have between us is if it's not a property we would buy, we wouldn't recommend it. It's definitely a bit of an ethos in our office. <laughs> yeah, and, and we would walk, I would walk away. If I look at a property and go, oh, it looks like maintenance, I wouldn't buy it. I'll tell my client I wouldn't buy that. So I, I think that's a big thing. You can avoid mistakes. You can set yourself up for life really, really well. Um, probably just on that, when Melinda started to touch on it, is your team support too. Yeah. You know, as we said, anytime we look at a property for ourselves um, to buy personally, um, we go, first thing we do is we talk to our accountant. Straight away, we get him on the phone and say, look, we need to sit down, we need to meet. Um, he usually acts pretty quick for us because he knows what we're like. We can move fast if we need to. Um, but we'll, we'll get that advice from him. We'll get the legal advice. We'll, we'll get that team that we work with all the time and we make sure that that team's all on board and we know what we're doing because when we actually go to do it, it will move so smooth and you've got no headaches. The other thing I'll add to that, you know, in terms of why did we start Streamline Property Buyers, um, the reality is really to help others, um, to help others avoid making the mistakes that we see so many property investors making. We also see and hear so many um, people that haven't had decades of experience in property um, providing advice to individuals about the best type of investment, um, you know, for those individuals. Now, without the experience of market cycles, of changing interest rate environments, um, you know, of markets increasing in value, decreasing in value, without that experience to be able to help people understand the fundamentals of a market, um, you know, it can be somewhat um, confusing for the consumer. So for us, it's about, you know, not only considering the art of property investing, which is which comes with years of experience, it's overlaying that with the data and the science, which anyone can pick up if they've got a computer and, you know, they can research information. So it's actually combining the skill set that we have um, developed over decades of investing ourselves with an understanding of the Brisbane market in a way that um, a lot of other people wouldn't have that depth of knowledge 
overlaying that with the data um, to be able to make sense of where we would be recommending and why we would be recommending. And that, of course, gives our clients peace of mind, knowing that they're getting a really comprehensive review of what any property purchase looks like. I, th- I think it also the combination. I mean, Melinda's a qualified property investment advisor. I'm a licensed builder. They sort of go hand in hand. I mean, a, a property is, is a building. So I can look at it and I can actually see what it's like, see what you can do with it, see how much maintenance is in it. Melinda can crunch the numbers and things like that. So I think that combination um, and also our local knowledge of Brisbane. Melinda born and bred in, in Brisbane. Um, you know, we know the parks, we know the schools, we know the cafes. We know Brisbane inside out um, and we can drive around the streets. I, I can drive around most of the time without a GPS on and, and you can generally get to the location. So we know Brisbane that well that when people are looking for something, we can say, yeah, you can buy in that area, but probably not in those streets. We want to move across a street or two. I have um, heard that in the office. Oh, maybe not that street, but we'll move <laughs> one street over. <laughs> yeah, and, and look, one street could create a view or there's just different things that you just need, look, you just need to know that. And and that's just something that comes naturally, I think, from living here for so long as well. Yeah. Definitely. And wrapping up, um, what would be that number one property learning that you want to share with our listeners? Look, for me, it's about understanding why you're making that purchase and how that purchase can benefit you long term. Now, regardless of whether that is an investment property or your family home, as, as a large investment, any type of property can actually help you to create wealth in the future. So don't just assume a family home is purely for emotional purchases. A family home can also be a wealth building tool. And that's something that I always like to help people to understand. So my number one property takeaway, if you like, and and the thing that I've learned um, over the the past 25 odd years of, of being a property owner and a property investor is that you need to understand the purpose behind every purchase and the exit um, plan for every purchase? Um, yeah, good question. I, 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 I just think if, if you want something that's going to do hard work for you, I mean, property, as, as I've said so many times, the location um, and, and then obviously the property on top of the location um, and let it do the hard work. Let it do the yards for you and, and work off that. Um, I don't think there's that. There's, I'm a big believer as well as there's no short-term money in property. I, I'm not a, I'm not a buy it, flick it and tick sort of person. You know, I'm a builder. I'd do that for a living if I wanted to, but I don't believe in that sort of thing. Um, I'm a believer in just buying something that's a really good location, good asset. You've done your planning, as Melinda said, um, and and have that plan and stick to it. Change your lifestyle a little bit, maybe a tip. <laughs> don't go out all the time if you want to catch up with friends catch up on your back deck and and that's a cheaper probably more fun way sometimes to do it but you know you need to sacrifice things you need to make those changes and long term wise you'll be better for it yeah definitely how do we go answer those questions <laughs> great i think it was a great share <laughs> cool well look thanks stacy for opening up on that it was good to share a little bit um and hopefully look hopefully people got a bit out of that um bit of background to what we've where we've come and from and well why we do what we do as well here at Streamline Property Buyers. So thank you for very much for that for joining us. And as usual, I will let Melinda wrap it up and talk to you again next week. Thanks very much for listening and bye for now. 
Stacey, thank you so much for joining us on our podcast today. Thank you. It's been fabulous to have you interrogate us to help some of the listeners understand you know, a bit of background uh, about us. And I know for a lot of people that are looking to use a buyer's agent, it is one of the questions that we as buyer's agents often get asked, you know, do you invest in property yourself or do you have a property portfolio yourself? Um, I'm not a believer in sharing all of the the minor, you know, details, but yes, of course, we are property investors. We live and breathe what we do. Um, And in fact, that is part of who we are as a team. We are a team of people that um, invest in property. So hope you've enjoyed this episode. As always, if you have enjoyed this content, please share with your friends and family. And we would love for you to leave us a review on Google. Reach out to us if you need assistance buying in the Brisbane market. Our website is streamlinedproperty.com.au. We look forward to speaking with you again next week. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.